All right. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Raiders Report. Today, we are joined by a pretty special guest. Um, just a little context, he was a big part of the 2011-2012 Nepean Raiders team that brought home the Bogart Cup against Cornwall and finished second in the Fred Page Cup. Uh, and that doesn't even scratch the surface uh, of his playing career. He went on to play for the Halifax, Halifax Mooseheads in the queue uh, and won the President's Cup with them in 2013. Uh, he was drafted by and currently plays for a small team called the Florida Panthers. Might have heard of them. Uh, we thank you for your time. It's a pleasure to have you. And uh, how are you doing, Mackenzie? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm, it's a pleasure to join you. And um, let's talk some hockey. Let's talk some Nepean Raiders, good memories, and um, let's have some fun. Let's do it. Awesome. Um, so, like, off the bat, I'll, I'll get right into it. Um, I just want to ask about your offseason. How's it going? And whether you spend, I know we chatted a little bit, you're spending some time in Ottawa or are you in and out or how, what's your, what's your situation? Yeah. So the season obviously ended for us. I would say it'd be close to two months now, maybe a month and a half. Uh, I spent some time uh, in Florida. I uh, just kind of took my time coming back, obviously with the restrictions and stuff here. Right. Um, just was a little difficult crossing the border with the quarantine and stuff, but uh, eventually just made my way here. Um, finishing up quarantine actually tomorrow. So that'll be nice. And then, um, then I'll just start training again here. Same trainer that I always trained with, uh, Sean Young, uh, near Westboro area. And right. then, uh, hopefully we can get some, some of the rinks open up here and get to skating again and just do my usual routine during the summertime in Ottawa. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's looking like things are going to start opening up again. So hopefully we'll, we'll get some more facilities going for, I'm sure a lot of people are missing it. So, um, yeah, hopefully that, that gets absolutely. going. Um, what was your, what was your experience, you know, kind of growing up in Ottawa and playing in the city? Uh, I always had great experiences. Um, it's kind of the one thing that I, I do look back on growing up and minor hockey here in a um, still, keep in touch with some of the kids that I used to play with back in the day, even at, you know, 12, 13 years old. Um, it's kind of, you know, growing up here, everybody's seems to be sticking around in Ottawa. A lot of people still love living here and uh, it's a great city. So I get to see everybody that I used to play with uh, once in a while, you know, going out or, you know, randomly seeing them around the city. So um, minor hockey was, was great growing up here and um, still love, uh, you know, coming back here and, and being in the PN. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I would take you back to, you know, uh, 20, 2012 and talk about your time with the Raiders. Um, you know, you're there one season, a very successful season, obviously for you guys. Um, yeah. and lots of great names on that team as well. You know, Ben Hutton, Craig Cowie, uh, Ken Neal, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, I could go on. What do you remember from your time with that team and, and, uh, and that season? Uh, you know, we had a lot of fun. Uh, it was such a tight group. Um, you know, the guys that you just mentioned, great guys. Um, you know, if I were to see them today, you know, we'd catch up, maybe grab a beer and it would just be like old times. Uh, you know, Brett Norris, Dalen Hedges, Brandon Watt, all those, all those guys were, were awesome. Ryan Johnson, um, you can go, you know, on and on and the list goes on. And, um, you know, obviously the biggest memory with that team is obviously winning, winning it all there and moving on to the front page. You know, that was an also another exciting little tournament there. Um, but the whole season was, was, it happened so quick and we were so good. And, you know, Peter Goulet was, was a tremendous coach for me. Um, super big hearted guy, you know, humble and, uh, could get the, could get the most out of you. So, right. um, 
so I think, you know, just the biggest memories I had were just the friendships that I still have with those guys. And obviously winning that uh, championship will always remember. Yeah. Awesome. Did you see, did you find there was a difference playing in the Fred page versus playing, you know, in the Bogart cup? Uh, Cornwall was actually a really good team that year. Um, they had the, the twins there. Um, you know, a couple other guys, I forget their names now dating me back a little bit. Um, <laughs> but they, they were, they were a tremendous team, but that tournament was, uh, was definitely different or whatever it was, you know, we played that Woodstock team, uh, in the finals, you know, it could have came either way. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun. It was great hockey. And, um, obviously I wish we, we would have came out on top, uh, to go to the RBC cup, you know, who knows what would have happened, but, uh, that's, you know, that's the game of hockey. It's a game of inches. And, um, you know, it was a lot of fun playing in that tournament as well. Good experience for me. That's awesome. Um, I know we chatted, we just talked about some teammates. Is there a teammate that stood out to you at the time for one reason or another? Uh, you know, Craig Cowie, um, uh, was a great role model, I think, for that whole team. He, you know, I still can go over my captains to this time. And I think he, uh, you know, at that time, he was probably one of the best captains I ever had. He was just a tremendous leader, another guy that with the big heart. And, um, you know, he just said things at the right time. Uh, you know, if you needed to, to get a little, uh, you know, a little spanking, he'd give it to you. But at the same time, uh, you, you know, need he, that. He, yeah, absolutely. And, on the other side, he, he let you hear it if you're having a great game. So uh, he kind of showed me how to be a leader. And, um, you know, I think uh, for, for myself as one teammate to, that stood out was probably uh, Craig Cowie for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I had the chance to, to chat with him on one of these. So, um, you know, a really nice guy and had a lot had a lot of good things to say as well. Yeah. Um, uh, so mate, you made the jump to the queue, uh, joining the Halifax Mooseheads and, you know, a strong team there as well. Um, playing with some big names there as well, you know, Nathan McKinnon, uh, Jonathan Drouin. Again, you could go on, you know, for, for yeah. a while. Um, and lots of success there as well. Um, what do you think about that team made it so successful? Uh, well, other than McKinnon and Drouin, <laughs> uh, you know, there was a and lot of depth on that team. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the third and fourth lines there, I, I don't think deserve, uh, or they don't get enough credit they deserve, sorry. Um, you know, Champini, Boudreaux, Macaulay, um, you know, Albo Trouser, you know, there, there's some great D on that team, Trey Lewis. There was just that, that whole team was put together and we, we meshed so well together. You know, I, I know McKinnon and Drew obviously led, led the way, but there was, a, there was a, just a bunch of guys, uh, role players that were so, were so great in that, that playoff run for us. Um, you know, we were kind of unstoppable, you know, Fukali was playing great and, you know, Ferk was stepping up at the right times with his big bomb and, um, you know, even Don Ducharme, he's coaching in the Stanley Cup final. He's, he's obviously a great coach and, uh, he, he knew how to coach that team. Even with those superstars, he, he sort of knew how to get the most out of them at right. times, you know, they were, they were young. So, um, they, they kind of needed to learn as well. So, uh, you know, that whole team was, everybody just came together at the right time and meshed well together in camera. So the GM there put a, put, put together a great team. Yeah. Um, in your junior years, what's a lesson that you learned that stuck with you your entire career? Um, you know, I think for me, the most, the, the biggest thing for me was kind of to, uh, you know, adapt to any situation and, and sort of never lose your confidence. Um, you know, you never know what role you're going to get. Uh, you know, you could go on to, onto another team and the role that you had already taken by somebody that's already been in that role who might be a little bit better than you. 
Uh, so, you know, when I made the jump to the NHL, I kind of had to be more of a defenseman and more of a defensive role and, you know, work my way up to being that offensive guy again. And if you want to stick around in, in leagues, you kind of have to adapt to your role and uh, figure out a way to stick around. So I think that's always uh, stuck with me. Yeah. And you, you talked about confidence a little bit, um, you know, up to that point, you know, lots of success, you know, winning. Um, how much does winning factor into a player's confidence and how did it factor into yours? Yeah, I think, you know, even junior B, we were winning. I can go back to Winchester. We, we made it all the way to the finals and we were winning there. We, we lost in the finals, but then we moved to junior A, we win and, and the Mem Cup and we win. And I think you, when you, when you move on to, to winning, everybody around you sees you as a winner. So everybody's sort of praising you all the time and, and they're kind of giving you the confidence when you hear it from other people, it obviously helps, but, right. um, you know, sometimes if you don't hear it from other people, I think that's when the, your mental, your mental game has to kick in and you gotta, you gotta stick with the confidence that you had when you were a winner. And, um, you know, your peers, your teammates will always give you that confidence. I don't think they'll ever, uh, not let you down. So yeah. you kind of have to have a great supporting cast and a great, uh, some great teammates around you to keep that confidence going for yourself. For sure. Like, when things are rolling, things are rolling and people are going to let you know, but it's when you're down that you still need to find that extra, extra step and get that confidence. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you talk, we talk a lot about in the NHL and, and any league really about just the mental aspect. And it's, it's probably one of the toughest parts of, of all the players I've talked to. It's, it's not an easy thing to just get your head back into it and yeah. it's tough. So yeah, that's yeah. super interesting. The mental game's probably just as hard as the on ice stuff. So, you know, guys go through slumps and um, it's just finding that maybe that one goal, that one nice play or, you know, coach might say something that, you know, fires you up again and all of a sudden you start getting on a roll again. So it's just those little things, those little things that can go a long way for yourself. For sure. Awesome. Um, drafted in the seventh round in, in uh, 2013. Uh, what was it like kind of finally being selected? And because, um, you know, I, you hadn't been drafted in the earlier years, so that must have been yeah. pretty fun to, you know, get to get your name called. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a funny experience. I, it was a long day for me. Um, I actually went to the draft. My agency had a bunch of players that were going in the first, uh, you know, whatever round. And um, you always think, you, you know, you, you're going to go earlier than uh, what, you're, what you think. Um, people are kind of telling you, oh, you're going to go in the fourth or fifth round, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, I was waiting there for a while, uh, obviously. And uh, they finally called my name and I think we might have been one of 20 people still in the, in the arena. No, no way. I, you, yeah. You could hear my mom scream <laughs> through the whole, through the whole arena. So it was, it was a fun experience. And uh, you know, that's just, that just goes to show you whether you're drafted first overall or in the seventh round, it doesn't really matter. And uh, it's just as exciting. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure, I'm sure that was a, a fun way to top off the, uh, the night. You guys probably had a good time yeah. uh, after that. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, so after being drafted, you turned pro, played in the A for a bit and joined the Panthers roster sort of full-time 2017. Um, what do you remember about your first season and how different of a player, sort of a follow-up question, how different of a player do you think you are now? Yeah, the first season was, uh, it was different. Obviously, um, playing bigger minutes in Springfield in the A, uh, that's kind of where my, my true confidence, I think, built from was with Jordy Kinnear in Springfield. Um, he developed me well, he knew, uh, you know, the, the, the roles I needed to play and, uh, obviously led me to, you know, Florida wanting me to come up and, and get involved in that team. And, 
played a couple games at the end of that year and then came to training camp and, and made the roster as a uh, sixth, seventh defenseman, um, you know, in and out of the lineup. And then I think, you know, through halfway through the season, um, you know, I found that role I was talking about, you know, just playing consistent defense. And, uh, Bob Booner, uh, the coach at the time was, you know, he was a defensive coach. Uh, you know, he liked when we played solid D and the, the offensive chances would come. And, uh, so I kind of adapted to that role, five, six D, you know, just play your role. You're not going to play big minutes, but don't get scored on and sort of took pride into that. And, you know, from there, the, the other seasons after that, you know, Q came in and uh, he wanted, you know, a two way defenseman, you know, play great D and get up in the rush. And uh, he gave me all the confidence to get up there and obviously moved with Aaron Eckblad and kind of things kind of took off from there. Just been playing solid and, you know, trying to improve every year. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Um, I don't think anyone would debate that you've had quite a great season, especially this last one here. Um, again, that must be something, you know, we go back to confidence. That yeah. must be something pretty good for, 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 uh, for your confidence and going into next season. Yeah, I think, you know, with, with Eki going down, um, I kind of took it upon myself to step up a little bit, uh, which I did, thankfully. But, you know, I think every every season I just kind of go in with the same mentality, you know, just try to get better every single year. Um, you know, who knows what the roster is going to be like or who I'm playing with. You know, I just want to play my game and, and what I'm successful at and, and how I uh, help the team out. So um, that's just kind of my mentality. And hopefully next year we have a better season and we make it further in playoffs and I, I improve as a player. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I was going to touch on um, just the team, you know, from my perspective is also it's super exciting. The games that you guys have been playing, you guys are playing strong offensive games and it's, it's, yeah. it's fun. And it's, um, have you been noticing, you know, obviously crowds, not so, um, not huge, uh, because of COVID, but have you been noticing a little more uh, hype maybe surrounding the team? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think after the season that we just recently had, obviously one of the better teams in the league, obviously our division, um, you know, with Carolina and Tampa and, and us as well, we're, and even Nashville too, the, the top four teams were, you know, those are solid teams and it's, that was a tough division division to get out of. So the fact that we made it, you know, had that good of a season, I think the, the buzz in Florida is getting bigger. I think obviously after that playoff series with Tampa Bay, um, the battle of uh, South Florida there was, was really exciting for a lot of fans. Right. Uh, so I think the buzz is getting big in Fort Lauderdale. There's some big things to come. And I think uh, Bill Zito's done a great job, you know, bringing player, players in. Uh, you know, everybody sort of stepped up at the right time this season. So um, a lot of high expectations for us next season. And I'm excited to see what we can do for sure. Awesome. Um, I'm going to change lanes a little bit here. Um, just asking, uh, I asked a few, my, uh, a few people around me in my circle what kind of questions I should ask and one of them that one, one that I got that I really liked, uh, what's the craziest ritual you've seen from a player? Uh, craziest ritual. Um, there's, I think there's quite a few, I think, you know, Barky Barkov does like a bunch of these squats before a game. Like, Oh yeah. I don't know how much he has on the bar, but he's squatting. His legs are huge. Um, I know there's just a lot of guys that, like little superstitions that, you know, you can't touch their gear, their gears in a certain spot every time. Um, you know, for myself, I, I get criticized all the time for the, these underwear I wear. They're actually like so ripped up and I, they've been sewed 40,000 times and uh, the boys just give it to me, but I've had them since <laughs> my first year of pro and I can't get rid of them. They're my lucky boxers. So I, I wear those, but 
Um, I think, you know, everybody just got kind of got their thing and nobody really says anything about their, their ritual. You right. kind of just see it. Um, Everyone respects you don't it, really right? comment. Like... Yeah, you don't really comment on anybody's rituals. Maybe with like a goalie or, you know, Bobrovsky has a bunch of crazy things that he does. And um, But you, you, you kind of just mingle to another player and have a couple of chuckles, but you'll never bring it up to, to the actual player. You kind of just let him do his thing and yeah. uh, let him get focused for the game. Yeah, yeah. You definitely don't want to break that focus. <laughs> no, no, no. Awesome. Um, you know, I know that your first game ever was against Montreal. Have you? I mean, yeah. obviously, you've been following uh, the playoffs. What are your What are your thoughts on on the Cup final and and uh, how things are going over there? You know, it's I I, I watched uh, the game last night and um, I was talking with one one of a few a few of our buddies and Montreal's done a great job. You know, obviously getting to where they are. I don't think it's a a fluke to where they're at. Um, obviously great for Canada um, and great for the game, you know, having a team like that in, in the playoffs, but um, you know, playing Tampa all year long, it's kind of like, it's kind of meeting the, the final boss. Uh, right. for Montreal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they got a big test. I, you know, that team, you know, with Vasilevsky back there, Kucherov, Stamkos, Point, Hedman, they're, they're such an unbelievable team and their, their depth is so, you know, they have players on every single line and superstars, yeah on every line. So it's going to be a test for Montreal. I'm excited to see what they can do. And, um, you know, hopefully they can, they can give Tampa a good run and hopefully get a game seven going. And, um, you know, who knows what can happen. I, who I'm, knows? I don't, I don't really know who to root for. I'm not really rooting for anybody It'd be great <laughs> yeah. for the Stanley cup to come back to Canada. It'd be a ride here, but, Oh um, yeah. I would, eh? Yeah. But the, 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 the final should be exciting time. And I'm actually heading to Montreal this, this weekend. So, uh, oh, it should be fun to see what that, the city's like and the buzz is like down there and what these games going on. Yeah. The only thing I can sort of equate it to is when the, the raps won, uh, 2019. Yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't there for the parade or anything, but I was there when they won like game four or something or game yeah. three and the streets were insane. Like it was just like yeah. game three or something, but they were going insane. Everyone yeah. was out partying. Like it was, it was such yeah. a good time. So, yeah. I like that. I like seeing that, you know, Canada and, and all the cities buzzing. And that's why, you know, it's good. It's good to have the Montreal back and in, in the Stanley cup and hopefully, you know, that everyone can stay safe and we don't yeah. see too many cars on fire and they don't do anything hopefully so not, stupid. Yeah. So yeah. So everyone has fun and has some beers, but uh, stay safe. Awesome. Yeah, no, stay safe for sure. Um, I got one more question for you. I, I asked this to pretty much every guest who comes on here. Cause I think that, um, everyone's experience is different going through, even though they're going through similar things, the experience is always different and there's a million lessons to take from a million people. Mm -hmm. Um, what advice would you have, uh, given yourself when you were starting, uh, playing out and starting thinking about getting pro and, um, I always say, you know, the, the one thing I can attest to and growing up just kind of, you know, with all the politics and whatever, growing up as a young kid, um, you know, always, you know, all the haters are going to hate on you, but I, you know, you, you just use it as motivation, use it as fuel. That's kind of what I did. I always kind of wanted to doubt, you know, um, you know, always prove the doubters wrong. Um, you know, the people that didn't believe in me, uh, obviously was a late bloomer. Um, I still had some obstacles that I had to overcome and I just sort of use, use it as motivation for myself. And, um, that really helped me grow as, as a man and it helped me grow as a player. So, uh, that's all I have to say that that would be my advice for sure. Well, that is, that is good advice. A hundred percent. Yeah. I was thinking about, yeah. What you said about haters. I mean, 
like Robin Leonard, he, you know, he said he went on Twitter, you know, three hours before the game or something just to read the hate and kind of motivate himself. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, obviously guys approach it differently, but um, that's interesting yeah. that the way that that plays into it. But anyways, um, <laughs> a little yeah. tangent there. Uh, yeah. uh, listen, I don't have any more questions for you. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Uh, it was, it was a, a real honor to, to have you join us for, uh, for this episode and uh, we're uh, rooting for you. Good luck next season. And uh, hopefully you guys can uh, get far in the playoffs and maybe bring one back. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'll be uh, following along the Nepean Raiders this year and uh, good luck with everything. So I appreciate you having me, man. Of course. Of course. Thank you.